it's really important to understand what this capital gains or gift taxing thing really is, how it affects you, so that you don't end up getting in trouble for giving away your home or Mm -hmm. handing out a bunch of money to your kids so that you can qualify for Medicaid. So listen up because you're going to learn a lot today about gift taxing or gift taxes and capital gains taxes. Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real-life, real-time issues and will often feature special guests guests who bring expert level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30 plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That is correct. This is Answers on Aging, and I am one of your hosts, Todd Wally. Hey, I am your other host, Sarah Scott. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 18, and today our episode 18 is going to answer the question, what do I need to know about gift and capital gains taxes? So excited. (laughs) I mean, this I know, is groundbreaking when everybody stuff. saw this title, they're like, oh my God, I'm not going, but please do, because this is probably one of the most common questions we get in the office in almost every meeting. Mm-hmm. And we did our radio show this past week on this, and we had probably more phone calls yeah. from people saying, oh, I've got a question about this or that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's. I know taxes, uh, but I will do my best to make it understandable uh-huh. and to, you know, talk about the specific things that elderly people are concerned about it. You know, one of the aging questions is what about, you know, can I give my kids money? Can mm-hmm. I do this? And what if I just give my house to my kids? That's mm-hmm. great, right? Well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we can. So he's going to do his best to give you the facts, set the record straight for how much a person can give away. Are there limits in your lifetime or in a year? When do you need to start even thinking about this? And I'm going to do my best to keep it as fun (laughs) and interesting and like capture your attention. So, um, yeah, let's dive right in. So I'm just starting to learn about all the ins and outs of this subject And Todd does a really great job at trying to kind of dumb it down (laughs) for me as best he can. And like he said, last week's radio show, we had so many questions. And it's really important to understand what this capital gains or gift taxing thing really is, how it affects you, so that you don't end up getting in trouble for giving away your home or mm-hmm. handing out a bunch of money to your kids so that you can qualify for Medicaid. So listen up because you're going to learn a lot today about gift taxing or gift taxes and capital gains taxes. Yeah. And 
just as a introduction, I think we will free you up to relieve you of some of the misconceptions that yeah. you have. It's like, well, I can't, I can't buy my grandkid, you know, this or that or without causing trouble. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about it. You know, yeah. I, you know, if you want to buy something for a family member, absolutely. You mm-hmm. know, rather than just, just give it to them at death, do it now. And we'll talk about the, the implications of that and, sure. and how that plays out. All right. Yeah. So my first question is how old do you have to be before you even start really having to think about this? Is there an age? <laughs> no. Okay. No. So here's some ground rules. Okay. Every one of our listeners, this will be a surprise to you, but you can give away $11.8 million and not pay any taxes on it. No matter Isn't how that old good you to are? Know? Yeah. Wow. No matter how old you are. That's great <laughs> news. Most people are like, um, but I don't have a level million. Yeah. Well, yeah, neither neither do we, but just just so you know, you uh-huh. can, okay? You okay. could give away $11.8 million either during your life or at death and never pay tax on it, okay? So that is commonly known. That number is the estate tax number. Mm-hmm. It's It's gone up over the years. It's probably going to go down, but today... 2021, it's $11.8 million. And it, everyone thinks of it as the death tax number, but it also applies to gift taxes, things that, you you know, when you give away things during your lifetime. Yeah. So then how does the IRS keep track of how much I've been giving away if I'm not telling them? Or like, how do I let them know? Okay. So, um, because the IRS does not want paperwork on every $500 transfer or $1,000 or even $15,000, there, this year there is a exemption that you can give away $15,000 per person per year. There is no tax and you do not even have to fill out forms on it. There is a gift tax return. It's a simple form and that's how you tell the IRS that you've done this. But if you give away less than 15000 per person per year, you do not have to fill out the gift tax return. The IRS doesn't want to know about it. They're okay. It's fine. And so you may think, well, my, my son and daughter-in-law is about to buy a house, and I, I want to give them $25,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can do that without filling out any gift tax returns because you can give 15,000 to your son and you can give 10,000 to your Mm daughter-in-law for the 25. Those are both under the limit. So yes, you can do it. There's no taxes and no paperwork, but if you wanted to give them Mm $50,000, well now 15 of that goes to your son, 15 goes to your daughter-in-law, that's 30. The extra 20, you're going to have to fill out a gift tax return. You should fill out a gift tax return so the IRS knows I gave away more than the annual exclusion amount of $10,000 each. So therefore, please um, please note this. And what's really cool is you can choose not to pay the tax on that. And hmm. by the way, the gift tax is about 50%. So if okay. you did pay a gift tax on a $10,000 gift, that's going to be about $5,000. Yeah. 
but you don't have to pay the tax because that $10,000 extra that you've told the IRS about, that 10,000 comes off of your $11.8 million lifetime exemption. And so like us and probably every one of my clients, that is not a concern because they do not have $11 million to give away. So therefore they will never hit that max. And therefore you don't owe the tax. I do recommend that you fill out the form. Okay. Yeah. Sarah likes this what? analogy that, that oh. I use and, and why I do tell it. So that if you don't fill out a gift tax return, if you did give away $50,000 to two people, you should fill out a gift tax return for the extra $20,000. But if you don't, the penalty is a percentage of the tax. There is no tax since you've not given away more than $11.8 million. So therefore there is no tax. So therefore there is no penalty. However, Jeez, this so <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> deep. However, I do recommend that you fill out the form because if you watch the news, if you know there are, as I call them, government nerds out there mm-hmm. monitoring for drug money, for terrorism, and for money laundering. Okay, uh-huh. our government as they should be, is very concerned about drug money and terrorism particularly. So when $50,000 leaves your bank account, that's going to set off some alarms. Someone's going to get a notice that John Doe just gave away Mm $50,000. So they want to investigate and say, are you funding terrorism? Did you just buy a boat full of drugs, whatever, they want to see what you're doing. Then when your son and daughter-in-law deposit that $50,000 check, that's going to throw off some alarms to different nerds somewhere else to say, aha, these people just got $50,000. Did they just sell drugs or are they being hired by terrorist group or whatever? They're going to start investigating why this person got $50,000. The gift tax return connects those two to say, yes, John Doe, the parent, gave $50,000 to his son and daughter-in-law. And so those nerds are like, oh, okay, he's not funding terrorism, not Mm -hmm. buying drugs. He just gave it to his son. And then the other group of nerds say, oh, this was a gift from his parents, so therefore he's not selling drugs or funding terrorism or about to become a terrorist. So it Uh – it connects that outgo and inflow. Yeah. Yeah. And so it lets everybody know what's going on. So I do encourage you to do it, even though there is no penalty. Yeah. Well, and it also keeps them from like showing up on your doorstep or giving you a scary call saying, Hey, what's going on? We're going to come investigate your finances. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I do encourage you to do it. Probably most clients don't, Mm -hmm. but I tell them to do it. Good. Okay, so let's talk about capital gains taxes, okay? Yeah. It's, um, it has a lot to do with gift taxes. It, it's, it's a different tax, but it's... Similar, when, kind of? Yes. Yeah. Where it comes up for the aging community is their home, okay? So you own your home, you probably have it paid off or 
almost paid off and you're probably concerned about Medicaid or, you know, long-term care. I may need nursing home care. They're going to take my home. Sure. So you want to do something with it. So you go to a non-elder law attorney and they'll say, well, you want to protect it. Let's just give it to your kids. Okay. So they do a warranty deed or a quick claim deed to the kids. It's gone. Medicaid can't come back and get it. Now there is the five-year look back. That's not the purpose of this show, but we've talked about that in previous shows. But if you can make it five years, the house is protected, but there's two problems. One problem, which is not capital gains, but one problem is it's now your kid's home. Mm -hmm. I know your sweet angel will never kick you out of your house, but their creditors will. Yeah. And there's soon to be ex-spouse might, okay? Mm-hmm. When it's their home, it's their home. They control it. They can do anything they want to with it. And if they don't want you to live there anymore, you don't live there anymore. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's one problem. The other problem is a huge tax that you've just incurred and you didn't know it. So capital gains is based on what is known as basis, What you paid for your home is your basis. So the example that I like to use is back in early 70s, 80s, whatever, you bought a house for $75,000. Now it's 2020, and real real estate market has done it extremely well, and it's now worth $300,000. So your basis is 75. If... You were to sell this house, there is a exclusion for your home capital gains of $250,000 per person. So you can actually, if you're married, you can, your home can increase $500,000 when you sell it and you will not pay capital gains tax on it. Okay. okay? Also, if this house transfers to your children because of your death, uh-huh. so if you hang on to it, And don't just completely give it away, but if you hang on to it and it transfers at your death, your children get what is known as a step-up in basis. The basis jumps from what you paid for it to the current fair market value. So at your death, this house now goes to the kids. They get it at $300,000. They sell it for $300,000. They pay zero capital gains tax. If you went to the non-elder law attorney and you did the warranty deed, nothing else went wrong, they let you live there, you pass away, now when they go to sell it, their basis is $75,000. They're selling it at three hundred. dollars That's a $225,000 increase. It's not their home, so they do not get that capital gains exclusion. They're paying capital gains tax on the increase from what you paid for it and what they sold it for. And it could have very easily been avoided with a deed or a trust that says, this is still my house until I pass away. And then at my death and only at my death, does it go to the kids? Okay. So are capital gains only applied in a house? No. Okay. If you bought stock, Mm -hmm. you know, if you bought Apple stock, many years ago, and it was cheap, and now it's high, when you go to sell that, the same thing applies. Okay. 
your basis is what you paid for it versus what you sell it for. You're going to pay capital gains tax if you own it for more than a year. Mm -hmm. If you bought Apple stock today and it tripled in value three months from now mm -hmm. and you sold it, you, you have to own it a year for you to get capital gains tax treatment. Okay. If you sell it in less than a year, you pay income tax. Gotcha. So, so whatever your income tax rate is mm -hmm. on that increase, you're, you're going to pay the income tax rate as opposed to the capital gains tax. Capital gains tax ranges from zero up to 20 five percent. I was just about to ask. Today. Okay. Now, just a huge caveat, this one issue is a big issue right now in Congress. Uh -huh. They are looking at eliminating the step up in basis. What I just talked about in, you know, if it transfers because of your death, you get a, a step up in basis. Congress and the president is thinking is wanting to undo that. Hmm. And that's going, you know, people are always concerned about the state tax. Okay, mm -hmm. Todd, when I die, how much tax do I have to pay? Well, it's zero if you're under $11.8 million. So like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah, that's easy. And so, um, so therefore, we, you do not owe the tax on that. Um, they're wanting to get rid of that. Okay. So, well, yeah. yeah, that stinks. Okay, so... If you have 20, grand, 20 grandkids, yep. every Christmas, each grandkid gets a thousand bucks a piece. You only have to fill out a gift tax return form on 5,000. If you gave how much again? I'm sorry. I was... there, you got 20 grandkids. Right. Each grandkid gets a thousand bucks at Christmas. Right. Okay. But. Do they have to, does the grandparent then have to file for that 5000 nope. because it's, it wasn't 15000 per person? Right. Right? It's 15000 per person. If you give less than that, no taxes, no forms. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So what else do we need to know about gift taxes or capital gains taxes? Well, I mean... Please understand, you know, since you can give away 15000 per person per year, it there are no taxes, okay? If you want to do it, do it, okay? Mm -hmm. And so many of my clients, once I explain this to them, they're like, oh, so there's no taxes. Now, there is the Medicaid thing, okay? Right. But please don't let that stop you from doing it. The rule there is as long as you keep as much money as you give away, uh -huh. we can make it work out the day that you go into the nursing home and you need to go on to Medicaid. So if you give away $50,000, uh -huh. that's okay. As long as you still have $50,000 when you go into the nursing home, gotcha. we can use a technique in the Medicaid rules to make that work out. So that's, you know, please, if you want to give away money, and see the kids, the grandkids enjoy it, benefit from it, please do it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. There's very little issue with that. Awesome. Well, this um, episode today went a whole lot quicker than our radio show because we didn't have everybody calling and asking questions, but the, the real kind of nuts and bolts to what you need to know about gift and capital gains taxes 
Um, Todd, I think you just did a great job of kind of dumbing it down for us. And hopefully you've now are going to have a good understanding of what you're able to do, what your lifetime limit is, what your annual limits are. And um, always, always remember that the information that we give you on our podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And so always go back to your own professional for making real-life decisions when it comes yes. time to do so. Facts matter. Facts matter. You need to explain the facts to your own professional. Absolutely. Right? Thank you all so much for checking out our podcast. We really encourage you to subscribe so that you can get notified as soon as a new episode is rolled out. And tell your friends and family members about Answers on Aging podcast. You can also visit our website at Answers on Aging Podcast. Dot com, and we will see you next week. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit the subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy to find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about today's episode, go to AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, tune in to the Facebook page Senior Services NWA to catch their weekly live radio program every Wednesday morning. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.